This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. Speaking of exact opposite, I'm joined by my sidekick, Ramon B. How are you, Ramon? I am living the dream recording a podcast for you. Oh, it's, I'm it? honored that huh? he thinks about it that way. That, that, and that, that, that deserves a pay raise. And back from a week ago oh. is the lovely Michael Graham, fearless agent coaching student with nothing better to do. So here he is. Oh, hello. We're pretending. <laughs> he was going to do, he was gonna do uh, accents, weren't you, before? I mean, if you want me to, I can. <laughs> it's no problem. It's no problem? No, it's no, no problem. No problem for my sister. <laughs> okay. So he's getting back to his roots on that one. Yes. So uh, last week we talked about you had this invention, the ShadeEcho.com. Shameless plug. He was our sponsor. And uh, so today we're going to talk about real estate. How about that? I like it. I like real we estate. We got tired of talking about the hammock. So much hammocks. Boy. It made me too relaxed. You needed to get in a hammock. We have one right here. Again, I'm pointing. Never point on the air. We gotta gotta learn that. So, uh, and by the way, Michael Graham. You can uh, refer him business. He's in Scottsdale, Arizona, land of the blazing sun. Refer him buyers, sellers, investors at four eight zero six two eight nine three nine two. There's a shameless plug in case you missed it. And you can also check out his Shade Echo contraption, I like to call it. It's kind oh. of a contraption of sorts. That is what it is. So if you need shade on the beach, a hammock on the beach, a blanket on the beach, uh, if you need a beverage on the beach, you'll have to call out Uber Eats. We're something. working on that. We're working on that. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we have been talking in past episodes about prospecting and stuff. So uh, one of the things – that happened to me back when I was uh, a real estate agent. Um, they invented this thing called the do not call list. So what happened to me is I said, you know, I think everybody's going to stop calling because of that. So I'm just going to keep calling. Well, thank goodness that's what I did. I just kept on calling and uh, everybody else got poor while I didn't. But uh, all the trainers were then saying, oh, you got you to gotta work referrals. You got to work your sphere of influence. So all the trainers that were teaching you what to say, cold calling, were t- now all of a sudden they had no skills in working referrals, but they were teaching that. Um, so my mentor, Floyd Wickman, have you heard of Floyd Wickman? I have through you. So uh, I'll be on the beach with him in October. Oh, wow. In Sarasota. Now, if you're 103, he must be like 153, yes? He's no? actually 39, Is Canadian. He? Yeah. Oh, Canadian. They, they go backwards in time. Yes, they do. It's oh, like okay. Celsius. It's Celsius. <sighs> you didn't know that? You know, Canada, they always get the great They don't stuff. even know what bacon is, those idiots, right? <laughs> and by idiots, if you're listening from Canada, I mean <laughs> highly skilled, trained professional <laughs> realtors. No, no, they have a problem with bacon. They, they can explain icing and hockey, and so can I. Oh. It goes Very, on top of a cake, right? No, no, not not in hockey. If you can explain icing in hockey, then you know hockey. That's the rule. 
Wow. It's an infraction. It's a penalty. Something you're not supposed to do. He's looking at the, the blank what, stare. What, what is it. icing in hockey? In hockey? Uh, I'm not going to do it on the air because it would be super boring. Super boring. Not that this isn't already. Yeah, I was going to say, um, <laughs> we aren't exactly setting the world on fire Not at the Notwithstanding the problems we're already having on, on the boring <laughs> level here. So the, uh, the referrals seem like a great idea. And then everybody said, oh, here's what you say. And then it didn't work. But Floyd, of course, he always comes up with the right things to say in every sales situation. So uh, he taught me this dialogue that I would say, and then he says, hey, you got to try this. Now, I, I'm going to ask you, Michael, you're an actual real estate agent and guinea pig on the show, we call him. Yeah. Volunteer, victim or volunteer, whatever we call him. So um, if you had to sit in a cubicle in a real estate office and cold call strangers for eight hours, let's say that's one option, or you could cold call, or you could call friends, acquaintances, past clients, people that know you and like you and trust you, asking for referrals for eight hours. Which would you prefer to do? Think before you answer. Do don't we have any thinking music? Do we have any thinking? No, that was out of the budget. We, we, we don't do enough thinking Jeopardy. here to warrant it. That's the problem. The Jeopardy no. jingle. The da, na, na, That's copyright infringed. Na, na, is yeah. it? Did you hear about the new Jeopardy host? Did you hear about that? No. It's the producer guy. He says him. Doesn't he have some funny name? I don't know. It's the produ- it Used to be the producer on Jeopardy. Yes, it's very I, I, entertaining. I watch Jeopardy every day. Do you? I do. That's where I got useless information <laughs> for the show. It's called show prep. You might try show it sometime, prep. Ramon. And then uh, Mayan Bialik. M Bialik. Mayan Bialik. Do you know who she is? No. You guys are pop culture moron. She was on that. Yes. That, I, I don't know the name of the show. We concur. There's a show called, it's got a guy named Sheldon on it. Do you know what the show I'm talking about? Nope. Ugh. <laughs> Where it's a show of super nerds. Okay. And then, and then by the way, and, then, and, <laughs> and then it's Sheldon, the actor on the show. His mother was a coaching student of mine. Wow. Is that right? Oh, is that uh, the Big Bang Theory? There you go, the Big Bang Theory. Uh, What did I win? There's no prize. We have nothing except humiliation when you don't get it right. I'm pointing to a prize. That's what you're getting, Michael. Yes. Oh, maybe the prize would be a shade That's what I'm saying. He's got two thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, how did we get off on that? I don't know. We were trying to think. Useless trivia. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot how I got on it. But anyway. Jo- you I asked me Jeff. a question about staying in a booth, whether I want to call oh, people oh, I don't that, know or people you. I now, do so, know. So would you be more comfortable calling people that are total strangers, asking them if they want to sell their house, or people that you know, they like you, they trust you? Which would you prefer? Asking and it's, for it's eight hours in a booth. Okay. Well, it's one hour. See that's the thing. If it we're was... going to be in this booth for eight hours, but did I mention that? No, this never ends. No, uh, <laughs> no, no. Um, it's comfortable calling friends and family for mm. ten minutes or thirty minutes, but when you run through that, or you're calling them over and over again, you no, no, like no, no. They're new. They're new ones. Let's say you had an unlimited supply of friends, and I happen to know you don't, but that's beside yeah, the point. Yeah, that's why it's a very <clears> limited. <throat> 
scope yeah, this, of friends. It's a loaded question. Yeah, I yeah, have a limited scope. Of, I get paid the big I bucks call to three ask people. So let's say you had to call a hundred people. A hundred. You there's there's a stack of one hundred people that would know you and recognize you when you called, and you have to ask them for referrals. And I'm going to give you the perfect words to say, which I already did for you. Or you can call strangers and just ask them if they want to sell their house. Which would you prefer to do? Calling friends and people I know. Ah, see, he's the opposite of me. I would rather call strangers who don't know me because I'm kind of a creepy loner, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was going to be my initial answer. Is it really? Yeah. I mean, I could change it. No, I don't want you to. Okay. I think it's better if we're different. Oh. Makes the show more interesting. That's true. That, right? I like that. So uh, so if you'd rather call your friend – now, I was the opposite. I was already a dick because I was making uh, you know, a googillion – Cold calls a day, every day. That's how I, you know, built my business. And then, uh, then Floyd says, "Oh, you, you know, we got to call uh, and ask for referrals." So I was very uncomfortable with it. And I thought, oh, I don't know what I'm going to say, you know. So he gives me the words. I go, oh, I don't know about that, you know. So then I, I make my very first call to a friend of mine. Um, he was like my friend's dad from church. So I knew him. I'd been to their house. We've hung out. Uh, and I have been cold calling him, asking if he wanted to sell his house for years. And he actually bought and sold two houses and did not use me. You know, not that I'm bitter, right? So um, so I, I Sounds call. like you're bitter, Bob. <laughs> I sound like I didn't know it. I, I thought about it. So uh, I, I, the, what Floyd taught is, you know, the first thing you do is, and if you're uh, listening from home, and why, why wouldn't you be, uh, and you can write, um, then the first thing is you ask for a favor. This is the secret to getting referrals from people that you know. So you, the secret is you ask for a favor. So um, I, I call Roger up now. His his name is Roger Dam is his name and the whole Dam family by the way. <laughs> and I uh, call him up and I said, "Hey Roger, uh, this is Bob. You know from how you doing?" He goes, "Oh Bob, how you? How's it going?" I go, ah, it's going great. I said, "Listen, uh, I'm calling because I'm expanding my business and I could, uh, you know, I said I got a favor to ask you. Do you mind? He goes, "No, I don't mind." Now when you say to somebody, you call you call somebody you know and say, "I got a favor to ask you. Do you mind?" Uh, they immediately think, uh-oh, he wants to borrow my pickup truck. <laughs> he wants me to help him move. He needs you know, money. On the third floor, he needs money again because <laughs> you know, you're a realtor. So they are either going to say, no, I'd be happy to help, or it depends. And then you say, you're wearing depends? Really? No, okay, <laughs> don't say that. So um, he's, I said, I, I got a favor to ask you. Do you mind? He goes, no, I don't mind. I said, well, I'm expanding my business and uh, I could use your help. And, you know, what I was wondering is if you happen to run across somebody, you know, with a real estate need, um, uh, you know, maybe a buyer, somebody who wants to buy a house, somebody who wants to sell a house, somebody who wants to get rich by investing in real estate, would you even feel comfortable referring them to me? And he said, oh, no, I'd be, I'd be happy to. And um, I said, well, great. I said, well, uh, thank you for that. And I said, I also want to let you know that when you do refer somebody to me, 
I will absolutely treat them like gold. I'll treat them like family. I'm never going to put any pressure on them. And I will also keep you informed every step of the way. Fair enough. So that's what I'm supposed to say. So I get maybe a little ways through that. I said, you know, I just want you to know that when you do refer somebody, I'm going to treat them like gold. I'll treat them like family. He goes, oh, let me stop you right there, Bob. He goes, I know you would do a great job. I have no doubt about that. He goes, and by the way, he goes, we uh, sold our house and we did not use you and it didn't go good and we regretted it. And I'm like, well, it was two, but, you know, who's keeping track anyway? <laughs> so uh, I said, you know, I'm sorry to hear that. And uh, he goes, but yes, I, I know you do a great job. I said, okay, well, great. I said, well, by the way, do you know anybody right now who might be thinking of buying or selling or investing? And of course, he says no, you know, and I said, well, how about maybe somebody where you work? You know, he goes, nah, I really can't think of anybody. And I said, anybody in your family? You got a pretty big family. He goes, nah, I can't, I can't really think of anybody. But how about, how about in the neighborhood you live in? Is there anybody you know there? And he goes, no, I really can't think of anybody. So I'll tell you what, though, I, thanks again for being willing to, you know, help me expand my business. I really appreciate that. And would it be all right if I just check back with you from time to time, and um, he said, "Sure, that's that's no problem at all." So I said, "Okay, well, thank you very much, and uh, I'll uh, we'll be talking." You know, so hang up the phone. Then I had this letter that I created, and uh, so I sent him the letter, and all fearless agents have access to that letter. But uh, basically, it just says, "You know, thank you for your willingness to help me expand my business," and um, and then I kind of put in some of the reasons that people buy and sell and invest, you know. So it's having a baby. You're having a baby, by the way. We are. Right. When is that going to happen? In October. Now, in this the time they're hoping for a human baby. Yeah. Yeah. We have Chihuahua babies. Oh, do you? And we have one human baby. Mm-hmm. Almost, that one turned out right. Almost three years old. Uh, she's a little wild. Like your ma- like her mother or like you? Like me. That's the Yeah, mom's kind of calm. Compared yeah, to I noticed me that and she's very baby. calm, very lovely. Yeah, normal. I would call it that. That's a word, operative word yeah. that doesn't really describe me or you. Yeah, my wife is normal. Yeah, dull. I think was a <laughs> word I would be looking, compared to me. Yeah. Does your wife <laughs> listen to this podcast? Thankfully, no. She knows. <laughs> my wife has never listened to a single episode of this. Good. Let's that's keep, for her sanity. That's for, no, that's for my safety. <laughs> yeah, and your safety. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. So anyway, I sent him the letter. It, it gives all the reasons, you know, people getting a, a divorce, death in the family, job transfer, upsizing, downsizing, having a baby, whatever. And then, uh, you know, and, and again, if you know anybody, I'll, I, I put the little brand promise in there that Floyd taught me, you know, I'll do a great job, keep them informed, keep them informed every step of the way. And then uh, – you know, sent him that. So uh, about just not not very long after that, he gives me a call and he says, uh, hey, Bob, you know, uh, I got a guy for you. He goes, I got a friend. I think the guy was in like uh, Delaware or someplace, business associate of his. And he says he owns this piece of land up in North Scottsdale. And uh, so I think it was like 10 acres or something like that. So uh, he wants to sell the land, and I said, "Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I will, uh, I will do a fantastic job for him." And he goes, "Oh no, I know you're going to do a fantastic job." And he goes, "By the way, he's already sold on you. 
I already told him you're going to do a great job, so he's ready to sign the listing right now. I go, oh, okay. So I give the guy a call, and he he literally was pre-sold. So I list the land, 10% commission, you know. Nice. And then – so – and it sells quickly, and he's very happy. And then about – probably I think about six months after that, uh, Roger calls me and lets me know that his wife's sister – had passed away, and she owned a condo in one of these senior. In fact, it was right by here. It's in the shadow of this building. My goodness, <laughs> but um, she had passed away, and they wanted to, you know, list that and sell it, which I did. So the moral of the story is doing it the old way, uh, just cold calling him, not asking for referrals, not having the right words to say. I got negative two deals from him. And uh, on my very first, that he was my very first call of using that dialogue that I got from Floyd, and uh, I got two closings off it. And uh, you know, after that, re- they referred other people to me too. So, uh, so doing the doing the referral lead generator is uh, really the secret to success. And and the th- the other thing to say is, you know. How do clients – by the way, if any of the stuff we talk about on this podcast – we're going to do a shameless plug. Did you see it coming? I could sense it. It was like Darth Vader entering the room. Really? You do? You have that that special sense. Time for Bob Leffler's shameless plug. So the stuff we talk about here on the air at the the big podcast, if – if any of it makes sense to you and you happen to be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were and you also are open to the idea of having some help with that, I want you to feel free to call me anytime at 480-385-8810. Now, you knew me before you signed up for coaching. I did. That's very rare. <laughs> it is. The people who know me, they're a little, you know, not so much. Strangers. <laughs> I look better to strangers. This is not helping the shameless plug, by the way. Good point. Yes. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> let us, and let us hype you we're up. back. Okay. So, uh, so the deal is you can call me anytime at 480-385-8810. That is my cell phone. And we'll just see if what you and what you're trying to do in your real estate career and what we do here at the Big Fearless Agent Empire, if it's a good fit. If it is, you will get rich. If not, we'll just admit that to each other. And I'm always happy to help you in any way I can. Uh, even without the coaching. So, uh, and I, and by the way, I love talking to realtors. I don't want you to think you're bothering me. Um, always call me though. Don't text or email. Uh, those are bad habits in sales. So just be, we want you to be good on the phone and be on the phone. So I practice what I preach. So give me a call. And then if you, if you'd also as an additional re- you want to check me out ahead of time and who wouldn't, um, Please visit fearlessagent.com. Lots of resources there. Watch our free webinar for about 45 minutes. If you are a real estate company owner uh, and you are recruiting fewer producing agents than you wish you were and you would like some help with that, uh, go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com and watch my video there. That will help you for sure recruit even if you never call me. But do call me. And uh, any way we can ever help you, you know, we were happy to do it. So give us a call again, 480-385-8810 or fearlessagent.com. So um, we were talking about how the, how the clients see us. Uh, the reality is if you, 
if you ask people what is their um, view of real estate agents, it's really not that great. No. So uh, I, I was remember I was uh, flying Southwest Airlines, and they don't have the mag they don't have the in flight magazines anymore. Remember Spirit magazine from Southwest? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Now there's an airline called Spirit. There's, they have they a magazine some, called Southwest only, Airlines. That's, that's right. <laughs> no wonder they're struggling. <laughs> but uh, it said top. You know they have all these top ten lists. And you know, top five this and all that. So, uh, my, by the way, do I, did I tell you my top, favorite top ten list? I'm sure you have, but let's hear it again. Top ten Amish pickup lines. Ooh. Let's do it. Yeah, I was this. in. I was in the UPS store not too long ago. It's about a year ago, and there's these Amish. You know, I'm in Scottsdale. There's not a lot of Amish people. Now, when I was in Pennsylvania, yeah, there was a lot of Amish people. Yeah, so they were everywhere, and. Uh, so I'm I'm in the UPS store where I'm kind of a celebrity there. And uh, these two Amish guys are there. So I look at them because I have a poor sense of my own personal boundaries. And I said, uh, I th- I'm guessing you guys are Amish. Is that right? And they go, yeah, that's right. I said, uh, you know, I, I can do the top 10 Amish pickup lines. Would you like to hear them? And then the one guy looks at the other one. He goes, I think we need that. <laughs> so the first one is, my, how that shapeless black dress flatters thee. <laughs> Dost thou come to these barn raisings often? Really? My last name is Yoder, too. It's my favorite. <laughs> really? Witness is my favorite movie, too. Thy buggy certainly has a boss tuck and roll. This is stupid. Okay, we're going to move on. I thought there would be some churning of butter somewhere. Yeah, I will, I'm going to do a butter churning. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Please. Churning butter joke. Write that. I'm going to write that down. Churning butter. Okay. <laughs> so uh, this is for next week. So the uh, in the top, in the in the Southwest Airlines magazine it says top ten least respected profe- top five least respected professions. Guess who made the list? Ooh, ouch, realtor. We did it. Oh my! Where goodness. did podcast producer fall? In that uh, list? It was not on the list. You may you're you're lucky. Oh good. People, people like you. So because, who else do you, you think was on the least respected professions list? Attorneys. Yep, that's right. And then if attorneys, what do they always turn into? Lawyers? Politicians. Oh. Attorneys turn into lawyers, he said. Well, I, I, I said it you with an accent, it's... but it's liars. Oh, oh I lawyers. see. I see what he did there. <laughs> okay. There's so two who, more. Sorry for any attorneys out there. I didn't mean that. I think it was used car salespeople. Um, but realtors were number one. Number one? Wow. Number one. Wow. Yeah. So uh, You guys are nice. Well, we're, here's the thing. Yeah. The There's thing, only two of us. The uh. thing is, is everybody has a family member, a friend, a relative, or they themselves were a failed realtor. In everybody the knows a miserable failure realtor. The, the, and the bar is kind of low to get the failure into this rate. That's the good news. It's easier to step over it and look pretty good compared to your competition. Yeah. But but people have a not great uh, idea about realtors and. Uh, so if all realtors are the same and the consumers think we are, uh, then how would you pick your realtor? Well, you'd pick the cheapest one. So if you're going to be able to charge 7% when everybody else is charging 5 or 4, 
you're going to have to be completely different. So the secret is you want to have a value proposition that does that. So the fearless agent value proposition, the simple version would be, you know, we do business completely differently than all other agents. And it virtually guarantees you of two things. One is that your house will actually sell. And number two is you'd end up with way, way more money bottom line than you could get any other way. Would you say that's definitely what you're looking for? Well, oddly, nobody ever says no no to that. So in Fearless Agent Coaching, we're just taking that one value proposition and modifying it slightly for the different types of people. So you have uh, – you know, uh, sellers, but you also have for sale by owner sellers, so they're a little bit different. You have expired or expired listing, canceled listing sellers that already had a bad experience with another agent, so we would modify it slightly. You've got buyers, so we would modify it slightly for them, and then you've got investors. So so in, rather than teaching all these different things, uh, you just take that one basic thing, and then we teach you an advanced version of that. Uh, and then apply that to all the different uh, situations that you would find yourself in. So uh, when you're going to prospect for business, uh, now do you did you find, Michael, that you get addicted to prospecting when you do a lot of it? Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. like anything. <laughs> He's been addicted to some other things. We're not going to talk no, about it. No, no, we won't mention that. So um, I noticed that in my real estate career, so I would I would call from nine a.m. till nine p.m. So wow. Floyd, that's a long day. Yeah, well, Floyd had this program called Sweat Hogs. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> no. So the it was the greatest sales training program, and they did it for companies. But um, so my Century Twenty One, they they did it, but uh, they would give you these assignments each week. So one of the assignments in week one, they called it the Days of Pain. So you would go into the office at 9 a.m. You had to schedule three listing appointments a week. So if you didn't schedule a listing appointment, you got a strike. If you got three strikes, you got kicked out of the program and you did not, did not get your $1,000 back. So it was you – know, you were motivated to do that. So, uh, so I'd call from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. cold calling. No, no FISBOs, no expireds, no referrals, just no nothing. out of the phone book kind of thing. Uh, we had the reverse directory, uh, which was like a phone back backwards back in those days, and uh, so you just call down the street and ask people if they wanted to sell their house. So I thought, okay, I can do that, you know. So the first day I did it, uh, I did not schedule a listing appointment. So I did call from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. So it did not count as a day of pain. It was just painful. But I will say this. I was a completely different person at the end of that day. I had heard everything. Literally every so-called clever, stupid, mean, it wouldn't matter. I had heard everything from everybody several times. And and I kind of got this feeling and I had some pretty good leads, you know, where where – it didn't lead to an appointment, but they were they were actual great leads. And I thought, you know, the, the funny thing is, you could you could give me a phone, and you could give me a list, 
and a real estate license and stick me in any town in America and I can make a living doing this. Fantastic. So it's telemarketing. Yeah. But the paycheck is so much bigger than the telemarketing jobs you would find meth addicts sitting on the phone doing, right? <laughs> so, um, And I had done that, actually. I had uh, actually had a – in the many series of dead-end jobs the, I had had. The meth addict part? No, or the, no not, a, oh. not precisely, but I had the, uh, <laughs> the telemarketing job. Ah. I forget what I was selling on that. It was something horrible. <laughs> you would call housewives. That's a word I'm, I wish I could take back. I just said the word housewives on the air. Oh. How old am I? I would call professional women, yeah, nice, decent, classy professional women who are smart, hardworking women, home during the day, and and we would try to sell these rest, and they give us the script that was ridiculous, you know. <laughs> so that was in between getting fired from one job or another. I can't remember why I was there. So, and this was in the seventies, I think. So uh, did you have an afro? I did. Congratulations. Yes, I did. So like I looked the, like, like the bell bottoms. Uh, you know, I'm going to go with yes on that. Okay. Yeah. I'm having a picture in my mind. I was a biker, so now it was like a boot cut Levi's. You know, uh, not really bell bottom, but a little flare, little flare. Uh, so I, you know, would would make all those calls, and then finally it evolved into me saying I would rather not go on the listing appointment. Like the listing appointment was the show. Is this a show? Very much so. <laughs> okay. So, I'm entertained. So at some point, <laughs> cold calling will be more fun than this. That's what I'd say. But, you know, you go on the listing appointment and it's fun. You get to meet them. You get to see their house. But a while goes by and then you say, if I never see another house again, it'll be too soon. And, uh, you know, people say, I, why, I ask people, why did you get into real estate? They go, well, I like houses and I like people. I go, well, we'll beat that out of you. That's going away pretty soon. <laughs> but um, – at some point, I just said, I'd rather stay because all the money comes from the phone. And I realized that. And then you go on the listing appointment, which which you, that became the thing I had to do to get the paper signed to get the money. Right. But if I could have just stayed on the phone, I actually ended up enjoying that. You don't have to drive there. You don't have to you know get dressed up and all that stuff. So anyway, so we're going to be talking about – that's always exciting on a podcast when you use the phrase – Anyway, that's anyway. what we're going to avoid from now on, isn't it? <laughs> that's better than. <sighs> this is my. I'm going to in- imitate my mother-in-law. This will. There's a special place in hell for me now that I'm doing this. <laughs> anyway, Bob, <laughs> really? Okay, that's how she. <laughs> anyway, so um, no, and then I taught my three-year-old daughter to do it. So she'd go to grandma and go. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you get killed. Yes. This is how you get killed. This ruins your marriage. Don't do these things. Does your mother-in-law listen to the podcast? No, I'm going to go with – I don't think she could find a podcast on her phone. Uh, no. I'm going to go with <laughs> So no. we're good. We're good. Yeah, okay. we're safe from that. My father-in-law either. I don't think that's going to happen. Wonderful people, by the way. So, um, Just in case they heard yeah, or listened. That, it's not going to happen. I'm, I am completely not worried about that, but – uh, I just want to say next week we'll be talking more about how to prospect for business. And once again, I want to thank you, Michael Graham, for being with us today. You can send your referrals to Michael here in Scottsdale, Arizona, Land of the Blazing Sun, 480-628-9392. 
Uh, and I want to thank you for joining us today, listening in. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. You can always call me directly at 480-385-8810 if you'd like to recruit producing agents to a company you own. You can go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com. And please do give us a five-star review of this podcast on iTunes or wherever you happen to be listening. And until next week, do what we always do, the three things all fearless agents always do. We always have fun, right, Michael? Oh, yeah. We always have to stay humble. Absolutely. And above all, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Oh.